Hello and welcome to the Marketing Muscle Podcast. I'm Vicki Morris, your host, and I am a marketing and branding strategist. One of my driving forces is a desire to help business owners develop their marketing and messaging strategy. I have clients all over the country in a wide array of industries, but one thing remains true for each of my clients. They all have a drive and a desire to create beautiful marketing and messaging content to promote their offer to the people and organizations they most want to work with. For years, I've built websites, designed graphics, created digital magazines, and developed detailed marketing and branding strategies for my clients. As I got better and better at my craft, and as my team continued to grow, there was one question that clients continued to ask over and over and over again. The question was, how did you do that? How did you work your magic on my business? How did you create the perfect logo for my company? Or how did you get more people to open my emails? And even got this question, how did you come up with that event promotion for my flyer design? And how did you build a website that actually funnels traffic to my business? All these questions got me thinking. I can teach business owners how to do what I do. So here we go. I'm holding nothing back. I'm teaching you everything I know. I'm going to give away the secret sauce, so to speak, because I believe there's value in sharing. It's a win-win. Why? Because I discovered I really love teaching people how to understand their marketing and the science or psychology behind a well-crafted marketing and branding strategy. So I decided to take my business in a whole new direction. I want to share what I know with every business owner who wants to learn. I'm creating content to help business owners fully understand their company's marketing and branding needs and create the content that helps them reach their goals. This podcast is one of the ways I'm sharing my knowledge with you. So if you're ready, let's get ready to go. Today's episode is brought to you by the new arm of my company. The new arm is face-to-face marketing digital solutions. We are providing you a brand new, highly efficient way to do your website. We've got new tools, new strategies, even better optics and analytics for you in your website and we can do it smarter faster and more economical want to learn more about face-to-face marketing digital solutions check out the show notes and we'll tell you all about it but now let's get into our podcast for today This is the thought process far too often from business owners when it comes to thinking about how and why people make buying decisions. This is a real science or at least a detailed exercise in human psychology. This is not a random process. 
While it may happen without giving much detail, analytical thought to it, but this is certainly not a random act of buying. My friends, today we are talking about the buying process that your customers and mine go through as they are determining and evaluating whether or not they are going to do business with us. So today's podcast is going to completely turn that thinking inside out and upside down. So stay with me, my friends, today. We have got an exercise that any and every business owner who is serious about the success of their business needs to tune into today. So we'll be right back with more on this exciting topic. Today, I'm sharing with you a decisive set of steps that most consumers go through before deciding whether to purchase or not. We'll look at the scientific method for determining what goes into the buying process that could make marketing to a target audience more than just a simple shot in the dark. So if you're ready, let's dive in. First off, let's go over a couple of prerequisites that you should have before you go any further. So if you don't have these things done, stop after I've given you these two prerequisites and pause the pause this podcast and go and take care of these two things before you do anything else. So if you're ready, here they are. First step, first prerequisite, make sure your branding is consistent. I see this so many times, marketers or business owners have not taken the time to make sure their branding is consistent. This means that you should use the same colors and font on all your social media, on every aspect in your website and your email graphics. Choose the colors you are going to use for your brand. And you need to know the hex codes and the RGB codes. If you don't know what those are, again, pause, look that up and find out what those colors are. Select fonts that you want to use. Make sure the fonts are complementary. Don't use any more than two or three, um, but make sure they work well together and know the colors you want to use for your fonts. Second thing, make sure you remove all industry or business-related jargon from your messaging. You wanna make sure your message is clear and easy to understand. If you're talking to somebody in your industry that's in your business that has your same level of expertise, yes, feel free to use that jargon because everybody understands what you're talking about. But remember, if you are trying to reach your target audience, you are trying to encourage them to make a buying decision, don't confuse them. If you are a student or a fan of the Don Miller Story brand 
um, work and methodology, you know, if people have to spend too many mental calories trying to figure out what you're saying, they are not going to hang around to try to figure it out. If they have to work too hard to figure out where you're coming from, what you're trying to tell them, they're going to go somewhere else where it's a little bit easier to understand. So rule of thumb, always remove the jargon from any of your marketing messages. Make sure that it is easy for your ideal client to understand. Now, if your typical client will understand that industry jargon, you're talking to, let's say your typical client, your target audience is a particular um, uh, industry or field and you can talk to things in their industry, feel free to use the jargon. Do not use jargon about your industry. So if you have not done those two things, this is a point where you need to stop this podcast. Go make sure those things are taken care of. Then come on back and listen to the rest of where what we are going to talk about today. All right. So We've gotten those two preliminary things out of the way. Let's dive into the buying process. Uh, so I want you to just sit back and listen. Um, we're going to share some information in the show notes about the things that we are discussing here. It will be available for you in the show notes. And we're going to put together a really quick PDF that you can download and you can re-listen to this podcast along with that download worksheet. Uh, download checklist and you can make sure that you are doing these steps and taking care of the things that need to be done so that it makes the buying process very easy for your clients to follow. All right, so here we go. Let's dive in. Step one in the buying process, you need to identify a problem. What problem does your ideal client community experience that you can help them with? So think about it like this. Before a customer is ready to even think about a purchase, they need to have a legitimate reason for the purchase. Or another example, let's say a client, and this is a potential customer of yours, they have successfully gotten from point A to point B. Piece of cake, they did that. They are well on their way. Now they need to get from their current point B, as in boy, to point D, as in off in the distance. But there's no clear path to get there. They know what they want, but where they are is not where they want to be. Your job can help them get to where they want to to be. Whatever it is that you offer a product or service, um, your job is helping them to get to where they want to be. Let's say you are a hair care company and you have a product that um, enhances the natural curl of your hair. Let's say your audience is someone who wants to wear their hair in a natural state and embrace their curls. No matter what ethnicity they are, they want to embrace those curls, but they know what they want to do, but they have no idea how to make it happen. They have an image in their head of what they want, how they want their hair to look, how they want their hair to feel, 
but they don't know what to do. They are spinning their wheels trying to figure out what to do, how to do, what to buy, what not to buy, how to make this process happen so that I can get the results that I want. Okay, that's one example. Plug in your own scenario into those variables and now you have something to work with. You want to be able to ask questions of your target audience to figure out, to help them figure out what it is you can help them do. Now, problem recognition. That is one of the things that we're going to do here. Recognizing the problem. Before a purchase can take place, the customer must have a reason to want to, be, to believe that what they want or where they want to be or how they perceive themselves or a situation is different from where they actually are. The desire is different from their reality. This presents a problem that your customer is experience, experiencing and this presents an opportunity for you to step in and gently help them see the solution that you can provide. Now, as a service provider or you have a product, this is the point where you're gearing your content up to educate your audience about how you can help them, which brings us to step two in the process, the search for information. People recognize what problem they have. They know where they are and what they want to do. That is not the point where they immediately go make a buy decision. Not typically the point. Um, you want to start educating your audience. Make them smarter about what you do. This is the next component in the formula and this is the information. Now, for me, I'm a marketer and this is where my job shines. I am offering content to my audience or for my clients to help them educate their audiences. My job is to position my client as an authority on their subject. So let's say you are a landscaper and you want to provide information and how-to content on the best time to prune your flowering trees. Now, you're offering content. Maybe you offer a tip sheet, a guide sheet, or have pictures or shoot a quick video. You are not, I repeat, you are not going for the sale right here. You are going for providing information to make your audience smarter. Let's look at another example. Let's say you are an interior designer. You are going to want to educate your audience about interior design. You're gonna give them a little bit of the what, but you're going to ensure that they're gonna to come to you for the how. So let's go back with our interior designer example. Your interior designer and you wanna offer content that maybe tells people about color choices and complementary colors and how to choose paint colors and decorative items to go along with those paint colors to convey the emotion, the feel, the vibe, the flow that the customer wants to portray in their home or office. 
So you kind of get the idea. Take the steps to establish yourself as an authority in this field. Set yourself up as the go-to person in your industry. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a caveat as we wrap up these first two components of the buying process. Resist the fear or the urge to think that if I tell them everything they need to know, they won't need me. That is not going to be the case. For those people who are your true ideal clients, they are going to become more reliant on you for information. And when they are ready to buy and spend serious money, they are going to think of you. You are training them to make decisions based on value, not on price. Yes, they will see you're giving them lots of great information, making them smarter. And what ideally will happen when you do convert them to a customer, they're going to have a great starting point of knowledge so you can take them on a more in-depth journey of what you can offer them. So maybe the landscaper is coming out and helping you prune trees and maybe you're having that conversation and you're talking about other trees to plant that complement what's already there. Maybe you begin a conversation about trees and shrubbery to plant in different seasons so you have continuous bloom. This is not something you gave in some of that initial content that's making them smarter. These are other avenues that you can explore when you get to that conversation. If you're the hair care company, maybe you have that one product that is going to help their hair feel, uh, the, that is going to help their hair uh, maintain the silkiness of the curl that they're looking for. Maybe you have other products you can talk to them about or other services or subscription services that can help your ideal clients achieve the goals that they want to achieve. Now, that's what we're going to end today. This is a rich topic. We're going to have a few more podcasts in this series that are going to help you along the buying process. So thanks for tuning in and we will make sure you have the necessary documents in the show notes, a PDF download and show note explanations of what we talked about today. So stay tuned and join us for the next episode in our buying process conversation. Thanks a lot, and we'll check in with you a little bit later. Bye-bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for ways to connect with me, join our email list, and interact on our Facebook group, Marketing Backed by Data. Don't forget to follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. That's all for this episode of the Marketing Muscle Podcast with me, your host, Vicki Morris. We'll talk soon, my friends.